don't want to choose between the Christians and the Jews. Christians, I see them as paparazzi. You're watching TV and there you are. You see some guy in white says, God forbids the condom. And I yelled, but no way. The word condom isn't even in the Bible. And the guy in white continues to talk. Yeah, God is really against them. I talk to him every day. No, man, no way. We don't talk at all. You're a pathological liar or on drugs. But that's it. I haven't talked to anyone since Moses, okay? Even when I give you simple instructions like, thou shalt not kill, you manage somehow to twist my words. That's it. I'm saying nothing anymore. The Jews, they're complicated. They have Bibles, meta-Bibles, and reading guides in incomprehensible dead languages, just for a laugh. (laughs) One day I opened the Talmud. I thought I was reading the operating manual for a missile launcher in Polish. I went on the earth, met a Jew and said, tell me, your Torah, there, it's in two parts, the written law, which is in the Bible, and the oral law, is that right? And the Jew said, yes. So I carried on. But hey, doesn't that mean you have an oral law which is written? Well, there he narrowed his eyes and said to me, excuse me, but are you Jewish? I scratched my head, thought about my son, who is Jewish, and I said to him, that's complicated. So he said to me, you're surely Jewish. I've asked myself the question as well, am I Jewish? According to the Jews, you're Jewish when your mother is Jewish and God created man. So then I think that according to the Jews, not only am I Jewish, but I'm a woman as well. At the time there were Jews, and Moses was their leader, so it was very complicated and he threatened Pharaoh with ten terrible disasters if the Egyptians didn't leave the Hebrews in peace. I'm really bad at disasters. I don't like hurting people. That's a human speciality. I got a notepad, and I wrote down the ten disasters that I found to be the worst. One. It will be impossible to put a USB key in the right way up on the first try. Two. On internet... Anyone will be able to give their opinion to the entire world. I was paralysed by two. I said to myself, does Pharaoh really deserve that? And does he have internet anyway? I cast my immense gaze upon Egypt and I saw disasters. Do you remember that Moses was the luckiest baby in the world? I think he was also the luckiest middle-aged man in the world. Whiz! A cloud of locusts, a solar eclipse, and so on. He screams in the street, God punishes you! And I'm just behind him, trying to reassure people, saying, OK, you know you get locusts every year, it's the climate. And he shouts, God has captured the sun, darkness will cover the day. And I'd add, well, yes, OK, it's a bit early for astrophysics, but wait for Newton, he'll clear that up for you. Uh, to be clear, that's an eclipse. Get it? Ha <laughs> ha! No one was laughing, alas, and Pharaoh, in doubt, like a good head of human resources, decided to free the Hebrews. That means kick them out. They left with Moses in the lead, and Pharaoh, who wasn't absolutely stupid, remembered that there were locusts every year, and he said, that Moses has had me, and he sent all his army after the Hebrews. The Hebrew band found themselves stuck beside the Red Sea. 
Moses yelled once more, Fear not, God will part the sea for us. And I said, What, seriously? Note that being God, I'm quite capable of doing that. It's just really tiring. Couldn't he have said, God will dig us a tunnel under the sea, or even, God will send us the plans for a boat? Nope, he really wants me to push back the water. So I faced the sea and started to calculate how to do it, so as not to harm the fish either. Because don't you believe that fish don't have their own Moses and their own pharaohs? So if all at once, without warning them, I part the sea, they won't have a clue what's going on. And right then, Moses says, March! God will save us. And I started to say, No! But they didn't hear, and they went into the water, up to their calves. What? The Hebrews crossing the sea on foot. I was really disturbed. I asked myself, how is this possible? Has another god taken over? And then I had a closer look. You know that eclipse? Well, that had caused a pretty strong tide, and the sea had gone back a long way. Suddenly, you could cross the sea on foot. Even I did it, just for a laugh. It was incredible. I went up the column of Hebrews to see Moses, congratulated him, and he looked at me intensely and said, that's because God is with me. And I said, yeah. And he said to me, that's not all. I will encounter God and he will give me the Ten Commandments. Which meant even more work for me. And I absolutely had no desire to give Ten Commandments to anyone. So I said to him, you sure it's ten? Not just one commandment? And he said, ten's not many, you know. And then I remembered the thousands of rules in the Talmud and thought that for a Jew, it really wasn't that much, in fact. Before leaving you with this Technicolor Moses episode, one last anecdote. The Hebrews were in the desert, and they were all thirsty. So I thought, well, I hadn't done much for them lately, and was getting ready to make some water appear, when Moses hits his stick against the ground, saying, God will help us, and bath, he strikes a spring. I hadn't done a thing. I looked at him with my eyes wide, saying, I don't believe this. So he points at me with his stick and says, Evildoer, you don't believe you are banished from the Hebrews. I left, pursued by boos and rocks. Well, nothing serious. I would see them again tomorrow, and I think I was going to make a commandment, something like, don't throw stones at family.